0: hello guys um
1: so in terms of i guess this trip that illusion from the last episode i've like um i feel like i'm at the last rest stop before the end of the trip so just wanted to touch base it was in it was it was an enjoyable experience. I would think. I mean, I had there were some thoughts and some things that gave me a little anxiety, but overall, positive experience. And I just got out of this thing where it was like um it was like one of those like conferences about you know active listening and being cognizant of others. And I don't know. I just wanted to talk about that a little bit and how like it seems to be like how society and culture is moving. It's like, you know, this newfound importance of, you know, being accepting. And generally, I don't have too many qualms with that. Um, I think that, I mean, for people that interact with me when when I'm in my present state of mind, you know, it's a very natural thing for me to do and something that's definitely been like an academic, uh, just like of interest on me academically, personally, whatever, but it's just like, one thing that I've realized or something that I think about is how like, this being accepting of everyone is inherently against this whole notion of capitalism and Something else I was thinking about is how this sort of fuck capitalism tone that I've had in the show is like very indicative of this present moment, especially with younger people who are just fed up and like this is, I fit into that narrative. And it's just like, I just want to get, I guess, like full disclosure like, I don't, I'm aware that my whole experience. And everything that I think is innately personal or, like, innately just, like, something that's special to me has been crafted by, you know, the outside world and my experiences. And a lot of those shared experiences that I've had with a lot of people in my age group, it's just, like, that it's just widely felt. And it's not as if I'm, like, some, You I mean... Nate at night like I'm some prophet and like I understand that but that also doesn't just knowing that you fit into a moment in that everything that you're doing isn't you know they're just manifestations of your experiences doesn't take away from the fact that we live that's how we live and that's how we process things so I just wanted to get that out of the way because you know that's kind of the moment I want to speak to, where it's like a lot of people, like I feel like there's like there's a group of us that are just like, hey, like I'm having these thoughts, and I I never got clarification that other people were having these thoughts, and just had just knowing that there's a sense of community and that like this is not something that I'm that I'm just doing and everyone else is just like within a completely other universe it's at least for me it's comforting it's really comforting but going back to this whole conversation on like socially be socially it's just like capitalism and nah, that that's just not those two don't really go together because capitalism is inherently like steeped in winning and steeped in productivity that like if you're if there's someone on your team that for any reason is not performing as well as someone else you know that's looked down upon that's frowned upon and you know we're getting into this moment and this is where the conflict comes in where like capitalism is playing like it's getting into this realm where like this is why I guess a lot of times it seems fake where, you know, these companies and these organizations seem so innately are trying to push the message that they innately care about people and they innately care about like, you know, all these issues and intersectionality. When in reality, I think we all innately know that if they actually cared about those things that it would jeopardize their success and their viability as a concept because it's like, that concept of needing organizations, like, or, like, businesses to, like, do the things that they do now, it was, I think we all know that's created, and it's not, like, that's, it wasn't, like, a, I mean, I guess it was a natural project, it was a natural progression of human development, but it wasn't, you know, that's not something that's innately human, that's not something that, you know, is within us, it's, that's just a manifestation of, our development as a species and shit but um this poses threats to the system because it's like if we get to a point where you know all that's all these identifiers and productivity don't matter then how is society going to be set up how's the economy going to be set up because for such a long time it's just been so driven on the fact that like this stuff matters and it's just a very, it's a very um interesting place to be. And just exploring this myself, I mean, this is something I probably, uh, I don't like how I'm phrasing that word. It's like, this is something I would never say in the present state of mind. You know, people who, if it just gets to a point where people can recognize who I am, they can call back, you know. I am very good at this, just generally, but it's like, when it comes to being all accepting or you know having these hierarchies and having these preferential attributes that are place that place people above other people i feel like in either sort of scenario i'm like i would be okay so i don't really have a lot of stake in terms of which way society goes cuz you know a lot if you're speaking frankly honestly a lot of people who care about being accepting are people who haven't been accepted and that's kind of I mean we you know they we talk about like oh like this is important this is valid and then when you're talking to people who have always been been accepted there's this disconnect because they inherently don't really connect with not being accepted but generally a lot of I mean you want to coin it politically like progressives and the real far left and young people, they they identify with this because they felt like as if they hadn't been accepted. And then, but also I can relate to that in a way because I definitely have you know a lot of experiences where I didn't feel accepted by the overwhelming majority or like social fabric that I existed in. And on the other hand, in terms of just like objectively, I have a lot of those attributes that the system looks for, you know. I have, I'm able to, you know, all the things that aren't necessarily associated with people who look like me or people who have my identifiers. I kind of have those things. So it's kind of within the system, I have a pretty, I feel like I would be able to attain a pretty good position and. I mean, I guess that's okay. And, you know, I choose, I tend to choose to fight towards breaking down the system in terms of, like, talking or, like, when just, like, as, like, a passé personality where it's, like, yeah, I'm generally, like, fuck capitalism, fuck all this, like, this sort of, like, social hierarchy, whatever. But, like, I also contribute to the system in a plethora of ways because... I know that I can. And I know that like part of like existing among the people who have been rejected by the system is learning that there are some differences between me and them. And like a lot of stuff that we talk about, I talk about with my friends who are like very much against capitalism in the system is like, they bring, they always bring up like personal stories of like, oh, like this happened to me and i couldn't do it and they tried and you know like of their shortcomings and a lot of times i find myself in positions where i like i can't i don't really have those experiences and i don't know like because like there's like discourse about people like that and most of them you know they just fall right into the system and throw everyone else that they have that spiritual innate connection with be it through like race or like whatever or whatever social group that you want to talk about you know those innate connections between like hey if we're from the same place on this earth we are connected spiritual- spiritually and you know a lot of the people people throw that away if they fit into the system and i'm kind of i I don't want to say at the crossroads cuz i think i definitely Pick this side, but also I haven't been. Another thing is I haven't been challenged yet. I feel like if I was challenged with the decision between, hey, join this, have this very, you know, nice spot within this, within the hierarchy within the system, but you know, you have to contribute to into the system and just like, you know, have that spot and have that superiority over other people. Or you can choose to be equal with other people, but also give up on the securities of the system. It's like, I haven't been challenged with that yet. And I'm trying, I think I'm trying, one of the reasons why I want to go into academia so bad is that in terms of systems, that system seems the most equitable and open to having these conversations. And there's a level of autonomy that people get after a certain... Point and then I mean, the whole issue of tenor is also steeped in capitalism. But I can pass that bridge right there. But like after you know you get into that sort of framework, it seems very free flowing and not and kind of like existing within the system but having a lot of autonomy to talk about things that may that other people may not want to talk about and. Yeah, that's what seems to be the best decision for me right now. But also, it just seems like every day we get closer to that existential divide where people are going to have to choose a side of being for the system or against it in terms of like, not like war or anything. I mean, maybe war. Oh, maybe, perhaps. But you know, where it's like, hey, pick a side, especially with the protests, it was starting to look like that, where it was like, it was becoming more of a hey, are you part of this side of people? Like, we've all been talking about these things forever, but are you actually going to do anything? And there was definitely conflict with people that didn't do things that have been talking. And it's going to be getting closer and closer to that point. And if we hit that point before I make that decision to, like, invest my life into that path of academia, whatever, it's like, that's going to be a tough decision to make. And, yeah, I have my, um, my, this is not connected to, I have my headphones in right now, but what I wanted to do was listen to music in the, uh, through my headphones and, you know, give commentary on what I'm listening to so I don't break, you know, copyright rules. But and right now I'm listening to one of my playlists. that have a lot of my favorite Black artists on it across the decades and across, you know, genres.
0: And what's going to happen?
1: And also I'm supposed to be getting dinner with someone tonight, but they haven't texted me back yet. So I'm not sure how long this episode is going to be, but especially tying it back to the last episode in terms of conscientiousness of the outside world. I'm at like maybe, if normal's 100, I'm like maybe at like an 80. So like, I, can, I, I will be holding you out. And I mean, honestly, let's get right, before we get into music, let's get right into the conflict that I was, the main conflict of last night. This is some exclusive content because it was after our, turned off the video recording where it was like I'm putting this out and honestly if anyone had the time and energy it would be very easy to figure out who I am and then you know I'm saying things here like I remember last night there was some I was having like some conversation about how like the way I was talking could be like or like could be perceived as ableist and like I was like ooh. You know, there's definitely a community of people who may not have agreed with that or may, you know, have some sort of, have the sort of feelings about it. And of course, you know, in present life, I would be very accepting and open to, you know, those conversations. And it's not really something that I would really, you know, have any second thoughts about, but... And this, during this trip and in this state of mind, I'm kind of just like, really, I'm not concerned with breaking that sort of paradigm, but I'm I'm really concerned in the fact that 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 paradigm isn't natural. And like, yeah, just the fact that it's not natural. And like, there seems to be a lot of policing on people who fuck up and people who, who like go against this sort of, these rules that we just created now like you know especially with public figures you know it's just so easy for someone to like go back and like find a tweet or go back and find something they said like a lot like several years ago before we had these conversations in a public forum and kind of tear them apart for that when in reality you know at that time what they were saying wasn't it wasn't understood to have the The widespread effects that it has now then so it's like i don't know i just really that's something i don't really like and you know i was actually i was just thinking about it in general terms it seems to be something that the the right picks up on a lot and people who are into like more conservative conservative thought where it's like this idea that like cancel culture is toxic because, you know, it's forcing everyone into, to like portray themselves as fitting within the same mold as like people who are, you know, uber educated on all the on intersectionality and like what things mean and how things they say affect each other, but in reality, we are all bound by our own personal experiences and we all have those gaps where it's like, oh, I didn't really know. My personal experience, did it, it really, inter- like, that. some things just aren't part of my, my personal experience, but now I'm being taught to care about it. But I also, I can't go back and act as if I cared about it my entire life when I'm just learning about it now and learning how to care. And it's just like, the right definitely picks up on, like, you know, like, I don't really like that because it's, I am speaking like in terms like a lot of conservatives where it's like they're okay with just being more, frankly, themselves and not really being responsive to what the system or what those influencers of society are saying and doing. But then, you know, and they're at conflict with those people on the left who are just so, I mean, individually you know what what i'm trying to say they see it much more in terms of their individual status within the system and they're just like if i like they just feed into the whole paradigms like oh i would never do any of these things i would never have these thoughts but if anyone else would we have to you know we have to be like very forceful and yeah cancel them and contribute to these movements when in reality these when these people have these thoughts because they do (laughs) i also i use um something in my real life i use i definitely use a lot of collective you know pronouns just because i'm at the point of this whole life shit where i feel like i can speak the things that other people can relate to and there's no point in trying to act like i'm this singularity that's just like oh able to that's just experience all these things individually and that other people can't relate to it i mean granted this is the manifestation of those feelings so like you everyone's individual manifestation is going to be different but the under well, the underlying you know, message and feeling tends to be the same. But, like, and, yeah, just going back to that conversation that I just broke up, yeah, there's people on the left that just are very much just, like, let me cast, let me get my guilt out by casting the blame on someone who did something worse than I did. And, of course, conservatives tend to be those people because they're just so blatantly natural and individual in terms of like the way that they think but i also think that the left also plays into that individual notion where it's like they only people on the left only seem to care about how they their status within the system instead of like making the system any better for everyone you know that's the and it's like, it's hard because, you know, I want to be like, that's the facade. But for some people, that's re- like, they really think that they're that they're making that progress by acting the way they do. And I mean, some of them are, but it's just the system altogether. You know, a lot of people, there's definitely a sentiment of like, both sides are the same. And I think that the sameness comes from the fact that they're both individually, they both just care about them individual base (laughs) they're both just like individually based where it's like they don't care about people or everyone they just care they have different manifestations of how they care but they just care about their own status and themselves and that's a natural human trait you know granted you know yeah we are a pack individual but especially in terms of like society you know these packs come up as these societal groups like race and sexual orientation and age, and those are our packs. And if we, in that way, we're supposed to naturally, we will be agglomerated around people who share those traits and characteristics with us. But as we have you know, developed and advanced, we've gotten past that sort of point where we now, we now deal with people who who We have to treat as if they're part of our pack, when in reality, in terms of evolution and in terms of nature, they're you not. Know, and that's a, where a lot of these conflicts come in. You know, we talk about like racism or colorism or like any sort of like prejudice or disparities. A lot of them are based off of natural differences and natural, just like noticeable differences, and it's like, I mean, it is part of our development. We are past, I think like, we are past a point where we even see ourselves as animals. But like, I'm very much, I wouldn't say concerned, but I'm just very interested in the fact that like, we are still animals and like, this sort of thinking and this sort of movement towards, you know, so political correctness and all these other things. It can only take us so far before, you know, before, I mean, as we see now, before these like large conflicts become a thing between people who are acting as people, you know, instinctually do, and then our people, people are acting within the frame of the system and within the frame of the new present society. And I don't know, because like in terms of present life, I definitely fall... On the side of like being responsive and being very much open to learning new things and breaking biases and just like being accepting. But I also, I'm, I can't sit here and act like I don't get burnt out. And then I just need to, what I just have to do is that like I just need a lot of time to myself in between that. And it's like the constant like relearning of. How the world works that happens every like three or so months now it's just like it is so tiring and i'm doing granted you know i think i'm doing a really good job at it and you know this is this is just i mean this is just like off the dome and this is just like what i'm thinking about and you know a big part of the conflict that i was having yesterday that like these thoughts could bleed into my present life. And that's definitely something that a lot of people have been feeling lately when like in the past, people were able to do whatever they want in their present life and maintain their personal public image. But we are past that time where those, and now those things are interlinked. But I'm like, I can say some stuff here that I, that other people aren't okay hearing or don't want to hear. And you know, I have to deal with the ramifications of that wherever I go, whatever I end up doing. And that was the conflict. I was like, you know what? This is a bad idea. This is something that's gonna do more harm than good. But I also realized that like, that sort of, you know, that sort of story of events or what is something that I've just seen so many times and that sort of, you know, course of action it normally, I'm seeing the end results now where you have cancel culture and you have people being called out, but I'm making this during that era, that era, so, like, who knows what we'll be in, like, five, five, ten years where, like, this, this sort of form of, like, cynicism and, like, going against the form may be, like, passe or just, like, normal because, you know, I think we in living in the now and living in the present, we tend to forget about historical context and historical processes, especially within society. But you know, we definitely alternate between these periods where we're just like, really, where like society is so attuned with like left concerns in terms of like, individual like, you know, acceptance and political correctness and all these things. And then, you know, we get to a point where society's like that, and then politics may slowly catch up, but then, you know, society gets, and then we get to a point where, you know, we're not, there's things that we're neglecting, and there's things that we need to get done, and, you know, like, there's just, like, less productivity, there's less whatever, and then slowly society pulls us back into that frame of thinking of, like, you know what, like, let's work, let's focus on working, let's focus on supporting the economy and then we pull away from these social issues and then we get to a point where we're so where the economy's so good and everyone's get all the rich are getting so much richer that we for then we move back and you know it's like a pendulum and speaking right now where like society and politics are so far away and yeah, yeah, they're far away right now. Where You have, like, the right in control of a lot of the actual institutions, but the left are in, tr- are in control of the media message. It's like having thoughts like this in this time is indicative of the fact that this is not going to be a permanent fixture of society forever and society is always moving. And I think that it normally starts with stuff like this, you know? dissenters that don't think they're really doing anything but they're just like starting to be like hey this present reality isn't necessarily how I don't really like fully agree with it and there's parts of me that are just like hey this can be different and you know we're never going to get to a point where everything just works for everyone and everything's perfect and you know that's where That's where people who are able to talk about this stuff come in. That's where the the critics come in. That's where the cynics come in, because they're always thinking about what can what else can we do? How can we improve our current status? And you know, across history we definitely have been on this trajectory of been continuously improving our status, but we can't get kind of latent in the fact that like, oh, we're like near perfect now and now it doesn't matter because now it probably matters we're just, like, moving across the course of the human experience, you know. It used to be a question about should a man hold another man, and now it's, like, a question about, like, there's just a question just keep on moving forward. Now we're getting into a lot of racial tensions. We're getting into, like, tensions between, like, people with different sexual orientations, and it's, like, those are the, those are the questions now, and those seem, like, very much hard things that we're parsing through, you know, is generally moving, but there's other issues past that. And other parts of the human experience that have yet to have their moment. And we, if we keep on going on the trajectory we're going, those will become the new hot button issues of the day. Cause like, there's things we like, I feel like, especially in this generation, we like, I mean, maybe it's just indicative of all generations, but, the things that we just take as norms were things that were fed to us and that can change at any time Any time. you know like it's not what i was trying to say with that like it's not natural so to speak you know i can sit here like i was just listening to like destiny's child and i was like this sort of Euphemism towards you know sex and you know courting and the attraction between males and females it's like that is the underlying message of the song I was listening to. I don't know what it was, but then you get what's the way that society manifests that message and it turns into like these euphemisms and it turns into these like I'm pretty sure it was soldier or it was, like sheep war like they're literally describing the type of man that they would wanna, you know, get involved with and it's like, what they're describing is all the societal manifestations of things that naturally attract humans to other humans, which are dominance, physical appearance, and like things like that. But, and you know, I like I was looking at it for myself, I'm just like, when I dance to this, you know, when I'm playing the role as the person to be courted in that scenario, you know, I'm really able to feed into what society tells us, or societal, society's manifestation of what human courting is in terms of appearing attractive to other people. And I'm just like, I can definitely do all that. But also, that's not, I'm also very, like, aware that that's not the real connection, you know, being able to, like, I don't know, like twerk or something or, like, dance provocatively and attract someone else that isn't you guys are connecting based off the manifestation that society tells us, but that's not really the real connection. And, you know, from there you have to do the work to get the real connection. Cause like, I mean, I can give an example, like a lot of, so like when I'm hooking up with someone that I don't know, spoiler alert, I've hooked up with someone that I don't know. I mean, we had a conversation before, so I guess I did know something about them, but, You know, it normally starts out with, "Hey, what do you physically look like? Or am I physically attracted to you?" If you pass that, yes, yes, whatever. And then when you get, once you guys get together, you know, is that weird? Okay, did the fit? Did the the fit? Did like the manifestation that I saw in the pictures or the videos or whatever match what I see in person? Or, or the question: Am I still attracted to them? And then that answer may be yes or no. There may be, I mean, it's a variable amount of personal anecdote and information in between this and that and what I'm about to say. But then generally after that, you get to the point where you're doing things and you're starting to get intimate. And you have to realize that a lot of the things that you were just like consumed with before just don't really matter at all. And it's something that like my therapist told me about where it's like, you're not looking at like the person when you're having sex with someone, you're not, your eyes are closed. You're not looking at the person. So all this sort of talk about, you know, physical attractiveness and all that sort of like talk about like body type and size and what people are into in terms of like race and all that, those other things, those only really apply in the courting phase because once you, once you establish that, that connection, it's like it doesn't matter. It's not something that keeps the connection going. So like when I so like when I'm picking up with someone, there might be a time where it, so it's just like a person looks really attractive and I'm like really like physically attracted to them. And then you know, we start to get intimate and we don't have that connection because it's not the connection. The connection isn't that. The connection is something just more intuitive and i don't know i want it instinctual maybe but that's just something that i've been noticing and i'm like i'm trying to figure out what that how that can oh yeah so back to listen to destiny's child i was like all the whole entire music industry kind of it's just like selling us messages or manifestations of these sort of like feelings that are like endemic to certain groups of people. And it's all just like those manifestations. It's nothing like besides that. And, you know, we get people that have those manifestations that just get that much closer to being real, and you know, but like, it's never going to be that you can't, really put to words those experiences and like you could put to words how you feel about those experiences but you can't get the essence of that experience for everyone in terms of like words and you know music gets really close and that's why i've, I've always been such a fan of music and such you know a consumer cuz i tend to be of the like that are constantly looking for people to connect with constantly looking for things that resonate with me because that's the large way of how I you know get feeling, and I feel like I'm part of something when I'm just like, when I don't, and that was really interesting for me,
0: also just like, let's see what's going on in this.
2: Hmm. Um.
1: Oh, yeah, just, like, these personas that we'll taught about. Like, right now, I'm listening to Flo Millie, and it's just, like, her manifestation or, like, the industry's manifestation of that sort of character of, like, a, a girl who's confident and gets what she wants is so readily felt by people. And, like, people in my friend group, especially, you know, like, which is mostly queer, but also mostly Black people within the frame of, you know, PWIs and higher education, and it's just like this is very indicative. And this re- it really resonates with them, but it's also like this isn't that experience. This is just even how I describe it right now. It's just my own manifestation of that general feeling. Mm-hmm.
0: This
1: is kind of friendly. Yeah, this whole image of women is very endemic to these times, you know. Megan Thee Stallion has a similar sort of like feeling where it's just like she's able to go into rooms and get what she wants. And those are normally situations where men have privilege or use their power to subdue women. And now it's like becoming, I hear what happened. Here's how it goes. So then that's like the present reality in the past. And then society's like, oh, people who go against this are admirable and deserving of attention. And then they push those images forward. So now you have Flo Millie, now you have Nick the Stallion who are openly against the present reality and they they get allotted for it and then slowly it becomes more and more okay, and then society moves to just accept that as a norm. And then there's a new thing of someone breaking the norm, and then it's just like a continuous cycle. I mean, you can see it in like, I don't know, like Madonna and the stuff that she was doing in like the 80s. It like she was so anti establishment, so such a rebel, I mean, rebel heart, and such a rebel, but like. All the stuff she was doing—it just seems so like average <laughs> now, or like stuff that wouldn't even cause people to be upset. And that's kind of the relationship between when it, between media and society, where it's like it primes society for where is it going. And in that, I'm really happy if this is where we're going. I like. Like I said before, I don't have any stakes in it either way because I feel like I would be okay. And that's me coming as a man where if my supremacy in all situations was challenged, it kind of would lead me to just like not have that on my shoulders, not have to carry the weight of always having to be the provider, always having to be that person that dominant person in the room because i'm able to do it a lot of time but it is i can't sit here and say it's not tiring and say that it's not like it's just something i that like i would necessarily would do if i wasn't you know, here's why i'm stumbling because in my mind i'm just like hmm, you know as a man if we want to use this whole instinctually argument that i love to use I'm supposed to be that person instinctually. that's how we developed, but I'm also like, I kind of don't really and here's where it, I think I talked about this before somehow, and here's where it falls in where you know you have these instinctual dynamics, and then like you fall within the scale somewhere, you know we have people who completely match what they should be doing instinctually, and then people who if we're looking at this in terms of like you know like animalistically you wouldn't be at the top of the totem pole. I don't feel like I would be at the top of the totem pole. And it's just like, because of that, and because society's moving away from thinking this way, I'm like, oh, I actually find some comfort in just being able to exist without having to constantly fight for my position or constantly be in competition with other men, particularly. But also it's like, I'm just like I, it's something that like I feel like I can't even really talk about because I'm in that system. I'm in, I fit into that dynamic, and I'm definitely gonna be biased towards my own position in that dynamic. But
2: yeah,
0: I mm-hmm. repeated mm-hmm. mm-hmm.
1: mm-hmm. mm-hmm. this for you twice.
2: Jesus mm-hmm. mm-hmm. mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. Let pretend you never lie So I could get it up all night Swallow my fry and let it forget
2: mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. mm mm-hmm. Semana mm mm-hmm. mm mm-hmm. mm-hmm. um.
0: Okay. Banjo, banjo. If you wanna play me like a banjo? Hold my strings like a banjo. Hold on it like a handle. If you wanna play me like a banjo? Hold my strings like a banjo. do I not do it make me on tight and then, oh, I'm thinking. P P you feet. Sixteen Banjo, Banjo, New molecule like a bango. like
2: Then my know. Look at I'm gonna cook that.
0: The banjo, I don't that like a
2: Do we want to
0: be like a banjo? Do you want to play me like a banjo? Banjo? Do you want to play me like a hanko? Banjo? Do okay, you want to play me like a... Yeah! Yeah! Yeah!
2: I mm-hmm. think mm-hmm. 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 mm mm-hmm. 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 mm-hmm what's
0: it gonna be cause I can't put it don't you wanna be my Oh friend don't hold me tight and don't let go don't let Oh I've been right to lose control. Don't let go. I've been telling myself that we could be my engine's friends. I've been thinking that I could move too soon. It will all end I live in misery when you're not around. I won't be satisfied when we're breaking those bounds. we will helping some. Um, I am level. breaking. Help me.
2: I don't you don't really know.
0: <laughs> NO!
2: <laughs> no. But
0: then you not my love You make a sacrifice For the sake of you and I Together we can make it right And all of my life, and all of my life, and one
2: of
0: my life. oh oh. -hmm. oh
2: oh. Mm-hmm. 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 Yeah. <laughs>
0: Do <laughs> 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 Renardier, I'm so lucky to be. That's a yayo. That's a Yeah, I'm on a chicken now. Yeah, my go since i now.
2: And
0: Hey, mama, hey, baby, I'm on one. Bang, bang. I like a long time. <laughs> if you were laying the game may make a number. And baby turn up with the big boys. If I young, that's not Getting money, getting money, making money. making money. Making money, making money, making money. I'm fighting with myself, my face. Anything to be done. <clears throat> <clears throat> um, I'm gonna get, uh, I'm gonna get to up. Uh, <laughs> i to 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 need to sing. I need to don't know what to say. to shake to off. Impressive. Loving you, music music's so beautiful. I'm making love with you is all I wanna do. Loving you, I'm falling just to keep on trying. Everything that I do. <laughs> Yeah. Mm-hmm. 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 Up up, 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 in up, in, 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 in it? Is it? Is it is it is its 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 in it in it, in it, in it, in it, Yeah. in it, in in it, in it, mm-hmm. I made you go. I made you go. Maybe please and back to me It has been five days you haven't called me. Please
1: me. It actually speaks to something, hang on. On this topic of manifestation of feelings, you know. So, okay, here's an example. You have the experience of anxiety. And long the terms of possessiveness and like anxiety with relationships, which I felt in my personal experience. And there's something, yeah. Where do you go? It's obviously about a lover leaving someone before you know the other person was ready. And there's just something about the layout of the song that just speaks to that moment. You know, the beats, the especially that it has been five days. That sort of successive poking nature is very indicative of that feeling of anxiety. But also, that's just a manifestation of the feeling of anxiety. And that's not what anxiety really is and how it really affects us. But it's how we're able to communicate to other people that that's what's going on within us.
0: And yeah, that's an example. I, I thought it was for really, me. Really. Can it deal with all the pain? Yeah. <laughs> yeah,
1: in terms of performing too, you know, in terms of dancing, you know, as someone who likes to dance, I'm very much a perfectionist in dancing because and you know, part of that is this whole image that like if you're perfect, everyone will like you, and you know, you'll find you'll finally find that connection that's able to, you know, last. And, you know, I've come to the, over the past couple weeks, the realization that's just a fallacy. And, well, like, for a large part of my life, I was just like, perfection's where it's at. If you're perfect, you will just find that people will be able to digest what you're trying to tell them very easily, and then that will lead to, like, the worst connection. I mean, it hasn't for me. And I now realize that, like, it probably won't. It probably won't if I have that way of thinking, but you know, I mean, but I still do love performing, and I definitely still keep that pressure on myself to try to portray what I want as succinctly and perfectly as I can. But it's no longer a pressure now; it's just something that I'm able to enjoy the level of perfection that I have now, and not really you know sit there and agonize over getting that much more perfect, unless I delve out of the the good state of mind and back into like a, a sad or anxious state of mind where i'm just like where i start to get those pressures to be perfect again and start to you know build on myself and push myself more into what society wants me to be but right now i'm at a point where i'm comfortable and like i know if i make the full pull in that direction i'm gonna have a lot of resentment towards the people that got me to that point because I actually enjoy where I'm at right now. And if people aren't accepting me at this point, then it's like that just that's just not something that I think I I'm just gonna be cool with. I don't
0: know. So baby please. <laughs> When you're out there dancing On the floor and I and I feel like I need some more, and I don't feel funny who's to my And love my, my love, it's about that time. Make me feel mighty real. Make me feel mighty real. You make me feel mighty real. You make me feel my real and, it, and, it's fine. and it's nice and dark and the things it me and i feel real hot and you kiss me down and it feels real feel good and i know you love me like you should hey hey ah, ah, ah. oh you make me feel I will, You make me I will, I I will, be I will, make me see, I will, make me see, I will, make me see, I will, You
2: will, You will. Clear. mm mm hmm